This meeting is being recorded. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Virtual Reality, the interview series. Today, we have Taria Branch, and she is the owner of Skyline Admin. She is from Atlanta, Georgia, and she has a master's degree, you guys, a master's in healthcare administration, plus 15 years of working experience in healthcare management, administration, sales, and marketing. She did very well. Like, why is she trying to outdo me? Oh, her focus is geared <laughs> toward developing relationships and improving business operations to help business owners minimize costs within their business. Her specialty is helping healthcare professionals and business owners grow their businesses through developing relationships and improving operations. She feels that having a qualified ex individual with experience is one benefit of hiring a virtual assistant. She also assists with administrative tasks, marketing, social media management, onboarding and offboarding, patients and sale, insurance verification, charge captures, and more. This girl. Not only is she quality driven or someone who provides management or administrative services, she is also the mother of five beautiful daughters. And then she still got time for reading, writing, and poetry. <laughs> but most of all, she does enjoy her work, her family, and meeting great people along the way. So welcome, Saria. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Wow, that girl does a lot. I was just listening oh, to this. Like, oh my goodness, I thought I was going all over two <laughs> Yes, I get it, it's a lot. <clears throat> Where do you yes, find so. the time? <laughs> well, you know, I, um, all of that is true, and um, the children just came along the way and they kind of mashed into my life, and it just fit so perfectly of course I had to learn to master this and master that and that's kind of a little bit about how Skyline came about um organization and multitasking is kind of like my thing so I do it very well it comes naturally so <clears throat> so yeah for me as well um I still don't think I can manage five though, not, not five. I mean, I waited until I had an empty nest to become a business owner. So how is it being a business owner in the midst of five? It is definitely chaos and confusion every day, but it's also exciting. Um, <clears throat> I like a challenge. For me, you know, doing something different every day, having something different, a little bit of excitement in my life keeps me going. So they keep me on my toes. And to be honest, I'm, I'm in my business, although I cater to men as well, but women is, um, that's, that's my heart. That's my passion because I have all of my family members. Most of them are women. I think women are uh, inspirational. They're strong, they're powerful. And since COVID, we have been doing our thing. So I want to be in a good example for my daughters. You know, I want them to look at mommy and be able to say, mommy was able to do this, do that. She made it look gracefully and easy. And, and I know I can do it too. I want them to have that. I, I can do it too. push to go and do whatever they want to do. So women is, 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 is my passion. And because I have girls, I have to make sure that when they get older, they, 
they do their thing, whatever they think is, entrepreneur, teacher, doctor, they do it and they do it well. So that's great. That's great. Yes, I do. I do subscribe to that. I model everything for my girls to make sure that they are aware that your mama worked, you you know, you are spoiled, you got everything you wanted, but she worked hard for it. So they know they mm-hmm. have to work hard for it. My daughter, Amia, I have to tell her all the time, can you take a day off? I would like to see you. So she learned a little too well. She learned a little too well. <laughs> so I don't know this. And usually I know everything. Um, are you an introvert or extrovert? I see you're real. So I know you out there. You know what? I had to, I had to push, okay? I, I, I've been pushed out of my comfort zone. <laughs> but looking at my reels, you would think I'm an extrovert, but mm-hmm. I'm actually an introvert. Um, I like sitting at home. I like cuddling. I like under the covers. I like hiding my face, being behind the scenes. I am not the one to be all on the internet doing videos, but I'm in a place now. <clears throat> and excuse me, guys, my voice is going through the seasonal changes. So it's a little mm-hmm. little horse right now, but um, I'm in the point where I'm trying to scale and, and, and add a team, um, grow an agency. So I need to scale my business. And what that looks like is me not doing things I am not normally used to doing, getting out of my comfort zone, uh, putting my face out there. So that is where them reels came in at. Um, I took a challenge. Someone challenged me in one of the communities I'm a part of. And we did a find and focus challenge for 30 days. And we had to do a set, a number of tasks. And one of those was to post reels every day. And from there on, it became, now it's a habit. So I did it for um, 30 days, one time a day. And now they are coming. They are. I, I'm, I'm enjoying your exercise journey because I can't do it. I just I just ain't going to do it. I refuse. But <laughs> I, I love to support everybody who's out there getting it. I do love to support everybody who's out there getting it. But the way this arthritis is setting up, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> so how did you hear about or decide to become a virtual service provider? Oh, well, before I even knew virtual assistant was a thing, I was a virtual assistant. So I, I, was, I used to work at a company, was making lots of money, um, <clears throat> but it was privately owned and they were closing down. So I had to find another job and quickly. And so I accepted a job, um, but it was a huge pay cut. So it was a huge pay cut, but it was, you know, 15 minutes from my house. Um, I didn't have, um, I had a lot of flexibility, so I took it. <clears throat> I thought that it would be able to help me grow. Um, being that I had a master's, I said, no problem. I could start low and get high in no time. But as time progresses, I wasn't getting <laughs> where I wanted to be. So um, I made good relationships with people from my previous job. And actually my name had got around to a lot of different owners who were needing assistance. And um, I ended up linking up with them, meeting with them and actually helping them from home run their business. I was an office manager from home. And so, you know, when I first started out as a virtual assistant, I was an online business manager. Um, for um, healthcare professionals. I will run their business from home. 
And I said, oh, okay, this is this is neat. I was helping them, and I had two clients at the time. This is before COVID. Um, and then this was 2019, and then 2020, I said, you know, let me start, let me start researching this. Let me not only reach locally, but let me see, can I, can I, you know, can I expand this across the U.S.? So I started Googling and seeing what is the name, should I call myself? And then I came up with virtual assistant. And then this was in January, March comes, and we're in COVID now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Jesus, I, I'm listening. I'm listening to you. And so I, you know, as I started the journey to venture my business online, that's when I discovered a virtual assistant was a whole community, a whole thing. And people are needing people who are virtually to run their business, to operate their business. So I did the whole thing with the LLC, set up my um, LLC, got an online presence, a website, got on social media. I took my local clients with me to the online world. And I have just been, I have just been, you know, doing really good since then. And, and I started in 2019. So, you know, I, I love it. And I haven't stopped since. I'm super excited for you. Yes. So you mentioned that bachelor's degree. Tell me about that. Well, you know, I have a master's degree. <laughs> I have a um, my bachelor's is in healthcare management, my bachelor's in healthcare administration. And you know, I've been in healthcare since 11th grade of high school. My first job was a peer educator at a local hospital, and ever since then, I said I have to work in healthcare. I tried to do the whole nursing thing, but I'm not so good clinically, mm-hmm. um, but I am good at organizing. I'm good at multitasking. I'm, I'm good at managing. I'm good at, you know, doing administrative tasks. So I said, let me find something on the business side I can do in healthcare. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, worked my way up. I did all kinds of things in healthcare from managing to front desk to marketing. And my whole dream was to be, um, on the border of a hospital, working, you know, at a VA clinic, working somewhere with the government. I'm thinking this degree is going to take me somewhere, right? But that degree has not taken me somewhere, despite all of my my skills, despite my my knowledge, despite my longevity in the industry. I still have not gotten to the point where my master's degree should equal the pay that that equals my 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 resume, my skills, and my knowledge. And so that's okay. One day I read a book. Um, it was, her last name is Hart, H-A-R-T, but it was basically about creating a, a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when, when there's an opportunity, that when there is no opportunity for you, you create your own seat. And that's how my master's degree um, led me into creating Skyline Admin, because, you know, as I said earlier, I was took a pay cut. So now I had to supplement my income and that opportunity came knocking, but I always had that business mindset. And so um, that's why my niche is towards helping entrepreneurs that are healthcare related, whether it's health coaches, healthcare professionals, doctors. Um, if you own a body spa, if you are IV nurse, a doula, a midwife, um, anybody in the healthcare field, I can help. Oh, that is so interesting. I have a new client who is a um, licensed clinical social worker. I prefer to work with people um, in the mental health space because 
I do have a mental health diagnosis. So it, it helps the industry. It helps me. It helps get word out and break the stigma. So I definitely feel you on that. So what I'm getting from your story is you made the seat at the table, but you also realized that you didn't have to work for someone just because you had that degree. Yes, so yes, that's, yes. That's a great thing to know because I think that a lot of people are going into being CNAs because they feel like it's an easy way to get in, whereas this is a whole nother way to get in. Yes, it is. It's a whole nother way to get in. And also, you know, even though you have a degree now, it's all about pivoting. COVID has taught us we have to pivot, we have to shift. So no matter what your degree is, if you have a degree, you don't have to necessarily uh, be stuck in that. Think outside the box. You know, even though you have a degree, what can you do? What else can you use? Where can you, you know, use it at, you know, what can you do with it to make you that expert? Yeah, I am 12 credits shy of a degree and I decided I didn't want it anymore. What was I going to do with it? I have accomplished a whole lot without the degree. So it's like, man, that's, that's just not on my trajectory no more. I'm good. So I think it's, it's important to let others know that the degree is not necessary as a virtual assistant. Sometimes it can be helpful because some people want to see your smarts, if that makes sense, before they see you show it. Um, I know I have a lot of certifications and things that I've gotten through work that translate well into my business. So, you know, I do understand that some people have that mindset because from corporate and everywhere else, we're taught to educate, educate, educate. So that's a good, that's a good um, thought. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your dream role as a business owner? My dream role is, you know, um, as I said before, I am working on scaling Skyline Admin. So people always thought, you know, are you an agency? <laughs> and when I just, when I created that name, I had no idea, no thought of being an agency. In fact, when it was presented to me years ago, I, I, I declined it. I said, you crazy. It's not me. But now I'm looking at maybe, you know, God, again, he has a way of, you know, being funny. He, he was telling me to do this and do that. I follow him so wholeheartedly. He is my ultimate coach and, and lawyer, accountant. So when he told me to create that name, I didn't know that at that time I was going to be looking into creating an agency. Mm-hmm. So that's my dream is to build an agency of, of women who is looking to be um, healthcare VAs, whether you have healthcare experience or not. I am I'm looking to build a team member um, of VAs to assist um, any healthcare entrepreneur in the industry, um, provide them training, help them, you know, cultivate income, add income into their, their pocket, whether it's part-time or full-time. So, uh, I, I'm looking to grow and to help other women um, and, and, you know, learn to do what it is that I do also. Yes, I believe this is a season of growth for everyone. I noticed myself that I used to always say, I love my job, I love my job, I love my job. And now more than ever, I'm saying, hmm, I might not love it as much as I used to. And that's weird <laughs> for me because I really do love my job. And now it's like, <laughs> I don't want to go. I want to do this. But it's like, but I do like it, but I don't want to go. I want to do this. So yes, it is a season of right. 
So <laughs> I could definitely relate. What is something interesting that most people don't know about you? I'm an introvert. <laughs> people I think I am I outgoing. You <laughs> and you know what? I could get in a crowd of people and not be shy. I could introduce myself. I could talk to a stranger. You know, that's the marketing side of me now. I'm all about building relationships, you know. So, so I, um, I have this thing coming up. I'm going to the Black Enterprise Conference by myself. You know, usually I'm a part of a team. So I'm going by myself. How do you um, suggest meeting people? Do you just walk up and introduce yourself? Do you walk up and do a pitch? Do you um, try and point out something around you to get a conversation going? How do you suggest? That is absolutely what you do, actually. You know, you walk up to a group of people. You could walk up to one person and say, hi, my name is Tara. Nice to meet you. What is your name? And they'll let you know name. Okay, but what is, what it is that you do? Or before you even get into what it is that you do, you want to break the ice. I don't know. Maybe it was raining on your way there. Maybe it was cold outside. Maybe you had traffic. You can start with that, girl. That the weather is is such a nice day, or the rain was so horrible today. Don't you agree? And you know, once you start talking about that, then you go into well, what it is that you do. I'm so glad I met you. Yeah. And then you guys are talking about jobs, and then that can lead on to um your kids, your family, and something else. So yeah. really. Everybody's nervous. Super nervous because, like today, I was like, "Oh my God, I can't fit my blazer. I've been at home for three years. I need a new blazer." So I had to go to New York and company and buy one of them stretch blazers from Gabrielle Union. And then I'm like, "Oh my God, what am I supposed to wear? I don't have any dressy shirts." And so, like, I've been on a shopping spree all day, getting ready for this this conference because I'm like, "I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. I usually be a team. What am I doing? Can I do this?" I'm, I'm sure I got it. I'm sure I got it. Yes, yes. And you won't be the only nervous person. Everybody is going to be nervous. You well, know, I they're just thinking, waiting for I was thinking I was nervous because I, I won the conference as part of a pitch contest. So I am like a one person small business that's only been in business for two years. And it's like, I'm going to the Black Enterprise Conference, like Coca-Cola and all of that is there. Like, how do I in the room you know what i'm saying so it's, it's a very eye-opening experience very eye-opening you deserve it you deserve it put me in your ear i'll be your motivating coach no I'm, I'm gonna call you we'll call you um <laughs> what is one thing in your business that you found you did not expect uh, i thought it was gonna be easy <laughs> oh y'all gonna be easy I thought I was gonna jump in there I had the knowledge I had the skill set you know it was just gonna be a breeze but it requires you to do stuff you're not used to doing you have to step out your comfort zone remember um I'm on the reels that was a huge thing but before you know before reels and all of that got involved I had to learn contracts Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to be consistent. Um, when I'm tired, you know, you see my voice is hoarse. Usually I can't say, let me take PTO and and, and, and chill out for a day or two. I got to still be in it. I got to be present. Um, even when I don't want to it, I, I've been up many nights to 5 a.m. in the morning, you know, typing, working things out. So it, it takes a lot of consistency. It's a lot of hard work and nobody tell you that you're going to be up. You're going to be tired. You're going to be sleepy. 
You have to learn contracts. You have to be a good accountant, bookkeeping, lawyer. Um, while you're doing your business and your client's business, you have to work however many clients you have on top of your business. And that is a lot in itself. So it takes a lot of discipline um, to do so. Yes. I recently took off three days because I was losing it. And I'm like, I can't see whether I'm coming or going. I went down the rabbit hole with one client and totally forgot the other client. And then I had my full-time job and then I'm a parent and a wife. And it was like, all of it was, was like falling in on me. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. I need to regroup, get it together and, and start over. So today is my first day back, but I feel good and everything is, is, is working out. I made some plans while I was in the bed resting. So, you know, I have all those things going, but also too, that statistic of most businesses fail in the first five years. No one ever explains that. You always think it's because maybe their idea wasn't good. No one tells you how much work it is, how lonely it is, how your mindset plays such a major role. Like I still get nervous when clients email me about their invoices. My client emailed me today and the only thing she was saying was I paid your invoice and I was scared to look at it. It's like, what if she don't want to pay it? What if there's a problem? It's like, no one teaches you the mindset to be like, I'm going to charge my worth. You're going to pay it. That's the end of the conversation. Blah, blah, blah. So I definitely understand that, you know, they didn't say how much hard work it was, but we love it and we keep doing it. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, is um, I don't want to say it's a drug, but it's, it's very addictive. When you can find something that is addictive, that means you love it. No matter what, I cannot just ignore the, the, the thrill, the, the love, the passion I get from doing this. So yes, I definitely understand. I, I love what I do. And I love that email that says you got money. So I do. I do. <laughs> right. I'm yes, way more than the paycheck direct deposit one though. So I love it. Okay. <laughs> yes. What is one piece of advice that you would give someone starting out in your business? Definitely. Um, not sure if you know don't want to say but i will say because i believe in god but you have to put god first um you have to put him first in your journey you have to believe in yourself also you have to have the confidence you have to have the will to drive and you have to want it for yourself you know nobody's going to want it for you nobody's going to be there pushing it for you only yourself so when you get out into and, and, and when you get into this 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 entrepreneur car and you about to put it in park, well take it out of park and put it in drive, do it for yourself. Have God with you, have your confidence, have your faith and believe in yourself, and you can go wherever you want to go. Yes, that is definitely true. Cause I remember the imposter syndrome, and I still have it a little bit, but you know, having 24 years of experience and all these awards and certifications and knowing what I know and being quick at what I do, it still was like, is someone going to trust me to do this? Is someone going to pay me to do this? Are they going to pay me what I want to do this? And, and and it was also to the, am I charging enough? Is that enough? Is that too much? Is it going to be okay? You know, 
<laughs> so confidence is definitely something major that we should all um, have instilled. And I also believe that you should have faith in God because it's going to get you through those rough times when you're by yourself and your family not supporting you or your friends not putting the word out or they want deals and all that other stuff. So I definitely say mm-hmm. self-confidence and faith, self-confidence and faith. Mm-hmm. So you have healthcare clients. What is one of your biggest pet peeves with them? most people say they build slow. So what, what is your pet peeve? My pet peeve, I can say, um, all my clients are definitely different. I have some that are so love, um, that is so easy to work with that I just love, love them to my heart, to my core. But then the clients that give me the biggest um, pet peeve are those who, um, are too smart for their own good. Mm. And what I mean by that, I mean, they have all these ideas, they know what they want, they know how to get it, but they let their thoughts overwhelm, you, you know, over, over, overrun them. Mm. Um, get it down, do that one thing. Mm. If that one thing doesn't work, do, do your next thought. Mm. Um, but sometimes, you know, they can be too smart for their own good. They try to go and pull themselves in so many directions. And you you know the mission, but I think sometimes they kind of follow stray with, with all their ideals. And so that's that's my biggest pet peeve. That's a good thought. Um, a lot of people have lots of ideas and don't know how to execute. So it's a really um, interesting pivot on that to have lots of thoughts can execute but talk yourself out of it. So that, that's great. Um, do you mm-hmm. have like strategy sessions with them to be like, let's write them all down and then we'll tackle one at a time or, you know, we'll put a time frame on them. Yes. Yeah. So what I try to do is um, I give them, you know, some time to get all, get all of it out. Um, but if I feel as though an intervention is needed, I will say, hi, let's, you know, let's do a strategy call. Let's talk about this. Let's do a meeting. Um, you know, let's pop on Zoom real quick and let's map out your thoughts. Let's map out what it looks like to, to get it done. What steps we need to take, how long it's going to take. Um, and then let's, you know, private measurement tool is so my thing because you can see what, you, what you're doing. You can see your tasks. You can see what's done, what's not done, what's the due date. And I think a lot of times people have it all in their head and they don't have it written down or they don't see it on the screen. So mm-hmm. it's like all over the place. But if we get it written down and if we plan it out, then you can see the progress and you can see where you're going, where you need to go. What is your favorite project management tool? Which one do you recommend? <sighs> I think I go through different phases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all, Right now I'm loving Asana. Me too. I'm loving, I was the ClickUp fan, but I went into the ClickUp um, group where they, you know, where you can get, get like the inner workings. And I was like, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to Asana and I'm loving Asana. So yes, yes. Okay, so you and these children, how do you practice self-care, Miss? I believe in all women and I want to do this and I want to do that. How do you get it all done and stay sane? It is something that I have to mentally force myself to do. Um, you know, when I, I listen to my body and when my body says stop, wait a minute, I actually stop 
and I actually, you know, take a deep breath. I chill out for a day. You know, I pull the, you know, make sure I'm catch up up on my work, but I also make sure laptops, phones, clothes, and I just do me time, family time. Um, I like hanging out with my girlfriends. We do massages. We go out to eat. I purposely make sure I link up with them just so I can get that me time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some days it is hard because I am a workaholic. I kind of get uh, distracted a lot, especially in my work and family. But I have to mentally tell myself, okay, uh it's been a week or two since you last done something for yourself. You need to you need to stop right now and go do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm you know I have to mentally tell myself those things. And on my list, I'm you know I do massages and stuff. I'm working on getting facials now, so I'm trying to add that to my self care routine. Do facials and so. Okay, so I live by my calendar. So I still have a full-time job. So I built in my self-care through my um, Alexa. So Alexa reminds me that at 7.30, I need to leave my office. Alexa reminds me that every three weeks, I get my nails and stuff done. Um, She reminds me every four weeks that I get my hair done. So, you know, uh, uh, I... I build it into my schedule because as you are, I'm a workaholic and I literally will forget. So mm-hmm. yes, definitely. So what are you most proud of or excited about now, either in your business or personal? I am most proud of my children. Um, that are my heartbeats, my motivation. I always say you're my heart. So th- those are the most Five, those five little girls are the number one thing that I'm proud of. But I'm also proud of me as a person, um, where I came from. And two, um, you know, a little bit about me personally, on the personal side, not only am I a mother of five, but I've recently um, been divorced now for two years, we're married for 12 to 13 years. And so, at first, it was a little shaky. Um, it was a little rough. Very scary. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Um, there are still times where I struggle with that, but I am so proud of the woman I am today and who I became. Um, th- that is really my greatest achievement because I-, I thought I was going to crumble. Yes. I have but seen I'm- your growth. I have seen your growth. I mean, just seeing you in the group and seeing you at the conference last year and watching you on socials, I am so, so proud to know you and see your growth. So definitely, definitely second that. Thank you. I've been married eight years. After being single for 41 and getting married and being married for the last eight years, sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing it. Because it's like you're so used to one thing and then you got to go through another thing. So yes, I definitely understand those struggles. Um, if you had the budget in your business, what would you spend it on? What's your What's your big get right now? Growing my team and marketing. Um, if I had the budget, I would definitely grow my team out. I would market and build out a full fledged agency where we are working with um, healthcare, you know, companies, not just 
business owners and entrepreneurs and coaches, but we're working with Sigma. We're working with Humana. We're yeah. working with um, pharmaceutical company, you know, yeah, so we're help. working with Pfizer. Yeah. Yes. They need yes. help because they are always, they always have long wait times on their phone lines. The claims always take forever. I mean, I have a dedicated nurse, which I am grateful for. And she calls me every two weeks just to make sure that I'm okay because I had COVID and I'm still having symptoms and things. So she makes sure that everything's okay and make sure my, my, my um, policy stuff gets pushed through and everything. But I definitely um, appreciate healthcare workers and the people who support healthcare workers because I am a sickly person. I'm always sick. So I need that. Yes, yes, yes. The behind the scenes people count too. Yes. I know I'm working on business credit. So I've just gotten two lines of credit that I can see helping me grow the business when it's time. So I'm super excited about that because I mean, it's still new and you know, they're giving mm -hmm. you stuff. So it's like, okay, thank you. I don't have to do it for right now, but you know, I got it in the camera <laughs> later. I got it in the camera later. So love that. Yeah. Okay. So you have been in business almost three years. What is one yeah. question that you wish you would have gotten the answer to before you started? Um, how to charge customers. Mm -hmm. um, I, I struggled with that a lot in the beginning. I gave a lot of discounts. Mm -hmm. I worked, you know, with a lot of people financially and you know, if I could have charged my 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 customers right, then I I wish I wish I would have known that a, you know a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I have a spreadsheet that I got through a coach, and and it takes you through the the whole thing of how much vacation time do you want to take off? You know, me, I'm sickly, so how much sick time do you need? How much insurance do you have to do? You know, how much are you gonna put aside for retirement? You know, so all those things come into play when we have to charge um, our clients because we are replacing the system. You know, we're so used to the system having one little package. You get that check and it's yours. You know, now when you get that check, you got to do this, 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 and this, and still make sure you got the yours. So um, yeah. I took a class with Verizon Small Business the other day, and it was on paying yourself. And they talked about using a reverse strategy of finding out how much your um, cost of goods were. So our cost of goods is how much we charge our clients and, and how many um, softwares and things we have. And then we reverse backwards to say, I need 25% for retirement and I need 30% for taxes. And then after I pay the expenses, I get to get a cut for my salary. And so, mm -hmm. you know, do you take a salary or do you take a draw? You know, so all those things come into play. So it's good to have um, lots of free resources that are available now to small business owners. Um, I know SCORE has them, Verizon has them. Um, I'm in a lot of different um, groups that, that are supporting me um, locally here in Richmond. It's called the um, SBDC and it's a small business um, support system. And they are helping me with my marketing for free. And, you know, so there are resources out there. If this is something someone wants to do. That's great. That is awesome. That is definitely awesome. Yes, yes. So, you know, education now because the COVID is 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 out there. So research is key. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if I could add on another thing, another one, I would say, know your clientele, know your audience. Because mm-hmm. at first, I was trying to market to everybody. I didn't care what you were. As long as you had a business and you needed help, I was there to help you. Mm-hmm. But that that didn't, as I learned, resonate with me. Um, that didn't speak with me. It caused me a lot more headache mm-hmm. um, when I look back on it. And so really find your audience, know who you, you know, want to, yeah. to work for and, and stick with that. Yeah. I know when I first started, it was all about service. So it was like, oh, I want to work with nonprofits. And then it was like, oh, I want to work with this. And and they couldn't afford what I what I was charging. And then I was charging so low that I was overworking myself. So yeah, it's definitely good to find that balance because, you know, mm-hmm. your client will pay you because they will know, you, you know, what you bring to the table. They yeah. are just going to do what they got to do. So I understand that. Also too, I want to say that when I first started as well, um, I went through a gambit of who I wanted to work with and it's only now that I'm back to, I want to work with social entrepreneurs and small business owners and coaches. Um, I love the coaches because I constantly learn something new, you know, but I love the social entrepreneurs because they're doing big things in our, in our cities and governments and things like that. And they need that support um, because, you know, we've never had a time like this before. So yes, definitely knowing who you are and who you want to work with. Um, but it's not a deterrent because, I wanted to do social media when I first started and I can't stand doing social media now. So everybody goes through the evolution. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. I agree. It's definitely a learning experience. Definitely. So is there a question that I didn't ask you that you think the audience needs to know the answer to? Um, there isn't a question, but if I could uh, make a comment, I would say, um, you know, entrepreneurship is definitely something that is a, a journey. So when you get out there, don't try to accomplish everything overnight and do everything, you know, the speedy way, the microwave way. Take your time. Um, don't take a look at John, Joe Smith. Don't worry about what they're doing. Um, if it's for you, it's going to be for you and you can actually do it. You know, it, your time is your time. Everybody has their moment. Um, John might not be here two years from now, but guess what? You will be because you took your time, you put in the work and it, you was able to do the journey. So, yep. Put your down you and mind your own business. Yes. It's my own business. Put your hand down and yes. mind your Don't worry about what everybody else is doing because you don't know what they got in the background. Worry about what you're doing. Definitely great, great advice. So where can we find you online? I love your website says request skyline. I love that because most people (laughs) would have just went with the skyline. You didn't. So I love it. Yes, it's it's requestskyline.com. Um, you know, I build my website as I change it so often, but now it's a, a, a lead magnet, but I will be changing it soon. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Skyline Admin. You can find me on Facebook at Skyline Admin, LinkedIn. Um, you can either have, you know, search my name, Tara Branch, 
or you can do Skyline Admin as well on LinkedIn. So I'm out there, guys. She is out there. Watch her exercise daily, you guys. Watch her exercise. She is out (laughs) there. So that is the end of our interview. We loved having you here today. And I thank Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was a blast. I'm glad you did it with me. Thank you.